Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again. Another touchdown. Welcome back to the Link lineup. This is uh, episode 19. Going into this episode, I couldn't think of a uh, number 19. Thought of J.J. Ortega Whiteside. Then I thought to myself, he's ass. We got Tanner McKee now. So this will be the Tanner McKee episode. Um, I'll be doing this one solo today. Uh, Josh was in, I think, Puerto Rico um, celebrating... Doing, doing a bachelor thing for one of his friends. Um, and Bryce has school. And I just want to push this uh, this episode out because I want to talk about the, the Eagles. And I didn't want to make two epi- or one episode um, this week. I wanted to uh, talk about this one and then kind of go in depth for the uh, upcoming Commanders game. Um, so, yes, let's talk about it. Uh, Eagles win 31-17. Um, funny enough, this is the score I predicted probably the past four weeks. And this past week, I said 31-21. And um, so you just stuck with it. Uh, it was going to hit. Um, and this is why you stay consistent with your bets. Um, if you do do like a final score prediction, it will hit eventually. Um, and I am living proof. Walking away from this game, uh, biggest takeaway was, um, I don't know what the biggest takeaway was. Because... Uh, I feel like this team, the Dolphins, are kind of fraudulent in a way. Uh, the teams they have beat versus the um, teams they've lost to. Um, they lost to the Bills, lost to the Eagles. Um, got beat by double digits in both those games. Um, yeah, they put up 70 points against the Broncos. But, ain't like you know, it's it's difficult to put up 70 points in the NFL. That's why you don't hear it, it happen often. Um in fact, I think that was like the second time in NFL's history setting points was put up. Uh, but I will have somebody fact check that one for me. But um, you know, so this this is an explosive offense. I mean, Tyreek Hill is fast. Uh, Raheem Mostert fast. Uh, Jalen Waddle fast. Um, but I feel like Sean Desai had a had a great game plan going into the game. Um, one of the things that I took away while I was watching it is. You know, the Dolphins run a lot of motion offense, like pre-snap motion. And <clears throat> you watch games before this game with the other teams they played against, you'll notice that the defensive back will follow the player that's in motion. Whereas this game, it felt like the Eagles didn't care that somebody was in motion. They didn't care. They didn't follow them. They, didn't, they weren't, they weren't going to, you know, lose track of where they were trying to play catch up, you know. And that's where the pre-snap motions they they help out the Dolphins because they create these mismatches and um, basically catch the defense um, off guard because they're just there's all out of sync because they're just running around. Um, so Sean Asai had a heck of a game, considering uh, still missing a slot corner, he still he was missing a starting safety. And then, like, at the beginning of the year, the linebackers were a big question mark. And now you look at this team, where where's the question mark? And we'll get into the, the trade uh, later on. But 
there's not really a question mark anymore. And I feel like part of that is due to Sean Desai's coaching. Um, so absolute great, great uh, pickup. Um, having him as our defensive coordinator, definitely an upgrade from Jonathan Gannon from what I've seen. Um, and, you know, I, I have no complaints. Um, the only complaint I had was a bracket coverage um, on Tyreek Hill. And I feel like Terrell Edmonds just did not expect either Tyreek Hill to be that fast or for Terrell Edmonds to not have it in him anymore. Um, but, you know, overall, good game. Good game for the Eagles defense. Uh, they held the Dolphins to 10 points. Uh, you know, they scored 17 points, but seven of them came from the uh, pick six. Uh, that we will talk about uh, later on. Uh, I mean, the def- the defensive line, just phenomenal. Phenomenal performance. Uh, Hassan Reddick didn't have a sack, had two tackles for loss. He was, he was, he was great against the run game. You saw them running a couple times, and he, he didn't let anything happen. It was, it was beautiful. Uh, Josh Wett had two sacks. Nolan Smith had a sack. Fletcher Cox had half a sack. Jordan Davis had half a sack. Jalen Carter had a, we're going to call it a sack. It was, no, I knew it wasn't going to be a sack. They didn't count it as a sack, but everybody else wants to be a sack. Um, but he was there, right place, right time. Um, also creating havoc all night long. And briefly touching on the defensive line, uh, there's one person that I want to talk about, and I feel like they don't get the recognition they deserve, and that's Josh Sweat. Uh, no, Hassan Reddick makes headlines with you know, his performance last year. Jalen Carr, Jordan Davis get headlines because they're the Georgia duo. They're young. They're upcoming. They're exciting. Fletcher Cox has been here for forever. And it feels like Josh Sweat gets overlooked. And he's tied for the lead um, on a team in sacks with five and a half this year. And he just plays. He is an all-around great defensive end. He's great against the run. He's great against the pass. He's a great player to have on your team. He's a high motor. He's going to do what he can to get the job done. And, you know, coming out of college, I liked him. I liked him a lot, uh, especially his, whenever he, he came in his rookie year. I knew something special was going to happen with him, uh, but I didn't think he'd play up to this this level. And I'm glad we have him. I'm glad we have him. I love, I love this defense. I love this team. It's only up from here. Um, but uh, briefly talking about the offense now, um, because, you know, I don't have my co-host to bounce back and forth with today. So uh, I'm going to touch over everything that happened in this game. And then if I think of something else, I'll, I'll talk about it. So if I ever get some things, forgive me. Uh, but uh, Offense. Um I will say this. So after the game, um, uh, so rewind. Second quarter, um, Jalen Hurts takes off, and I'm, I remember looking and I see him like hobbling, like to the sideline. He was like galloping almost, and I was like, "Oh man, what has happened?" And for those who don't know, I'm going to the the Commanders Eagles game this Sunday. And then last year, uh, I went to the Cowboys game on Christmas Eve. And so seeing Jalen Hurt, 
I'm thinking maybe I'm just bad luck because I think uh, I think it was right before, the Bears game was before the Cowboys game, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, because play the Cowboys, play the Saints, then it was the Giants. Yeah, yeah. So Jalen got hurt um, right before I went to the game, and so he he got hurt this game too. And so I was like, man, I'm just, I'm just bad luck. And you know, I was thinking maybe I shouldn't go to the games anymore. And that's the first thing that popped in my ha- my mind whenever he was he was hobbling. Uh, then, you know, he he leads the teams a, a touchdown, uh, a scramble to the right side, and hit AJ Brown. Um, in the same drive, and uh, I was still confused. I didn't know if he was hurt or not because, like, he looks like he's hurt. He looks like he's not hurt. He, he, nobody knows. Then he, he they get the report that he's the last person out of the locker room. Heart's breaking. Uh, something's up. And uh, plays the game. And in the second half, he played. He played phenomenal. I believe the the touchdown, the pick six, came in the second half. Which is just it was just a crazy sequence there um yeah just bad luck i'm gonna call him trouble the bad uh but played great played confident could ask for much more for him um but you know this offense i think is finally figuring itself out a little bit Bron johnson finally um Figuring out what's working and like what sequence to call certain plays, and you know the only complaint I had from Bron Johnson was the uh, the first red zone opportunity where you know we're just we're just calling quarterback runs, which I think Jalen called that himself, but I think we got the ball to Kenneth Gainwell. It's not good. It's not good. You can't set yourself up to score um, by giving somebody the average two yards a carry this game. Of the ball in the red zone, uh, just won't happen because you know. Then we had the ball at the ten or nine yard line, and we got a yard, got two yards, and then instead of passing on, on third down, we ran it and uh, couldn't even touch push push our way in there. Um, you know, it just sets up it sets up you know a, a chance to score, and just we're just blowing it. We're just blowing it. You know, um, but you know, I feel like he could be better. Uh, in the red zone, and that's my only knock because he's he's calling a great game. I feel like I'm um, from the twenty to the twenty, uh, but other than that, it's just like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Uh, just halfback dies to can't game well. We all see the memes, uh, but you know, AJ Brown had a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Can't say it enough. Phenomenal. Ten for one thirty-seven for a touchdown. Uh, he's great, man. He is so great. Um, like I said last week and probably the week before is like we're witnessing a he could be an all time great right in front of our very own eyes. He's like twenty five, twenty six. But he has plenty of good years yet left in him and he's an eagle. And we haven't had a wide receiver like that in a long time. Since probably Thrones. And we're just, we're just watching. We're watching it happen. Um, but Dallas Goddard, five, five for 77 for a touchdown. He had a good game. He got involved early. Um, so it was good to see him continue his production after a slow start. Uh, Devontae had four for 49. 
it is what it is. Uh, I feel like he's going through something because he's um, look at the the picture. I think the picture had with him and uh, Ocho Cinco, Deshaun Jackson, Julio, and AJ. I feel like he had a splint in that picture. You can see it clear as day. Maybe it was before like the pregame video that we saw um, that NBC aired. But you can see that he had his finger wrapped up. Um, so he might be going through something. It's hard to catch a ball whenever you have like a broken finger. Your finger's limited. Um, so, you know, I feel like this is not going to be the norm for Devontae. I feel like he's going to step it up. And it's just a matter of time before it happens. Uh, Julio had one catch for three yards. That's okay. That's okay. My prediction might not come, tr- come true. But, I mean, he got a catch. Getting his feet wet, um, and they'll add him into the offense more and more and more throughout the year, and it'll be it'll it'll be so exciting to see what he looks like at the end of the year. But, but you know the biggest topic is his Jalen play. Um, the the fumble definitely on him. Had to wait too much time uh, there just to give it away. Had plenty of opportunities to to pass it before uh, he got sacked, strip sacked. Uh, but he just he was in the size of got happy feet. Might be, you know, just a carryover from last week. Um, but like I said, overall solid, probably probably good to great game from Jalen. Um, to take out those two plays. Uh, anything else I want to cover before we talk about the big trade? Um, the Kelly Green uh, jerseys were great. I uh, love that NBC played along, put the old logo on everything, um, every graphic that we had. Wish at the end when they gave the game ball uh, to the guys that they put that old logo on there, um, but they didn't. That's the only. That's the only thing that they failed at. Everything else was perfect. Everything else was so perfect. And and as somebody who didn't grow up uh, during those times, uh, you know, so I don't hold that like that feeling of like you look at the Kelly Greens and you think of like Jerome Brown, Reggie White, Randall Cunningham. You, you know, I don't I don't have I don't have that like nostalgia that some fans have, and you know, some fans aren't happy with the Kelly Greens because they're not the same shade. Whatever, uh, it's cool. It is so cool looking at them. Um, do I think they should go full time, Kelly Greens? I'm on the fence because I feel like the Eagles are one of the few teams that haven't had like a major change of their jerseys in a long time. Um, we've had the same. Yeah, it's been the same jersey. I know we changed the material uh, when we switched over to Nike a couple of years after. The NFL switch over to Nike, but you know it's been the same. It's been the same. Um, and like I like I like the midnight green. I do. Um, but as everybody that's ever looked at a picture uh, can tell you that it looks like blue sometimes. It looks blue. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, think the logo is awesome. I think it's cool. But that logo is cool too. Uh, so I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Uh, but I know a lot of people do want to come to come back full time, and I 
feel like it could possibly come back. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but uh, what people don't realize is if you change, if you change the logo, uh, you're going to have to change a lot of different things and it costs a lot of money. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, we got one more Kelly Green game against the Bills. I hope they um, maybe I added one more game, probably the 49er game. Probably won't happen, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of the 49ers, uh, they lost the Vikings. Um, in on Monday Night Football, they lost to primetime Kirk. Something the Eagles have not done um, in a while, probably since he played for the that Washington team. But, uh, yeah, they lost uh, two straight games, and they had the Bengals coming up next. Um, so depending on which version of the Bengals uh, they get, they could lose three straight. Um and uh, that'd be a pretty, pretty big cushion for the Eagles. Wish we would have capitalized last week and beat the Jets, but it is what it is. Can't take it back. Um, so here we are. I think the Cowboys want to buy. Yeah, they, they were definitely going to buy. So uh, can't even game on them. But obviously, you play them in uh, two weeks. And, uh, definitely uh, need to beat them to gain some. Breathing room and the NFC East race. Um, trying to be the first team to go back to back since what was it, 2002, 2001, three. Good tell you. Um, but uh, anything else? The only thing that I will say is uh, the Jalen thing kept me up at night the whole night. So I had to work. I had to work at like six, seven o'clock in the morning. And of course, you know. Being on the East Coast, game ends at like eleven thirty, and like you can't go straight to sleep. You just can't. It won't happen. It's just not going to happen. Uh, so I was I was up. I like to read articles from uh, from Rube and uh, Jimmy Kimsky after the games. It's my like my uh, my post game. Uh, I don't call it ritual because it's not really a ritual, but like a routine, I guess. And uh, so I read them and uh, didn't hear anything about Jalen. All right, what's happening with Jalen? So, I'm listening to press conferences, nothing. Nick's like, ah, he's going through something. And then they finally get Jalen up there. Hey, Jalen, how's your knee? Good. Next question. He's like, do you think the uh, the brace will uh, affect you um, throughout the year? And he's like, I hope not. Or maybe the question was like, are you going to be able to play – like, is it going to hinder you at all? And he was like, I hope not. Like, come on, dude. Just give us something. Put us at ease. Because uh, he had a knee brace on in the second half. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Um, I, hope, I hope Marcus Mariota doesn't try out there on Sunday unless we're just beating the brakes off of the commanders. But, um, you know, it was, it was frustrating. It was really frustrating listening to him talk. I'm like, man, just give us something. Tell us it hurts. Tell us it, man. It hurts a little bit, but I'll be fine. Which he did say I'll be fine, but I don't believe it. I don't believe that. I don't want to believe it. Um, but reports say that it seems like he won't miss time at all, like even practice. So it's something to monitor, but I think it'll be all right. Um, but yeah, he was moving on the six and one. Dolphins got to five and two. Uh, and uh, the commanders are next. Commanders are next. 
and we will talk about them next episode. I'm excited for that game. I'm excited to be uh, in the stadium. I'm trying to visit every single stadium that uh, you know the NFL has to offer, and haven't been there yet. So it'll be another stadium uh, I can uh, mark off the checklist. And uh, yeah, leave Saturday. Be back on Tuesday. So that's whenever we'll probably record the uh, the review show. And uh, yeah, super excited. Bought the tickets uh, right after they uh, they sold the ticket or they sold the team to uh, his name, but Josh, like Josh something, I think. Uh, bought them and then uh, prices went straight up; they skyrocketed. Uh, so got really good seats for super cheap, and uh, I'm excited to share uh, the pictures. Maybe get hopefully good video or two because. Uh, Type of game. I tried to record a scoring a touchdown every time something bad happens. So I might not. I'm, I might not whip out the camera. But moving on to the last subject before I wrap up this show. Um. Uh, it was uh, you know, little bro, the uh, Titans once again. Uh, we traded a fifth and a sixth round pick with uh, Terrell Edmonds for uh, Kevin Byard. And, um, yeah, it seems like uh, everybody is wondering why the Titans did what they did. Uh, I understand why they did what they did. Um, obviously, as a fan, you probably wouldn't like it. Um, but they're rebuilding. He's 30 years old. They're just trying to get as many picks as they can. That's one of the things about the business that sucks. Uh, it's still stupid, but um, it's one of the things that suck. And, um, you know, they got a, a stud safety and throw at us. Uh, so wish them the best of luck there. Uh, we got a, we got a hometown kid, uh, coming back to Philly and, you know, he may not be the, like the all pro caliber player he was, um, but he's definitely, he's definitely has plenty of plenty left in the tank and, um, he doesn't have an interception yet, uh, this year, but, uh, I was listening. To, I forgot what I saw on Twitter, but it was I think it was Jeff Fisher. He said that this year he's he's kind of playing with he's he's playing with younger guys and he's spending most of the pre snap, uh, like lining guys up and getting them set up, and he's not even paying attention himself, so he's missing out on opportunities that he may may see pre snap. Um, you know, with the Eagles, it's, I mean, you got Darius Slay who's 33, 33, right, thirty two, thirty three. James Bradbury, who's 30, um, and then Bradley Roby, who's also like 32, 33. Um, so, like, he shouldn't have issues getting them lined up. Um, you know, a lot of people wanted maybe like a younger safety. Uh, but you look at it like this. Uh, he is going to mentor Reed Blankenship and Sidney Brown. And once his time comes, we'll have Reed and, and Sidney. And can't ask for much more than that, to be honest. Uh, you know, we, Howie seems like he, he has like a, a plan. So like Fletcher Cox retires. He has Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter. Once Lane Johnson retires, he drafts Tyler's team. But we have yet to see him kind of play tackle. 
once, you know, Slay retires. We have Josh Job, but we also have Eli Ricks and Keely Ringo, who's developing. Uh, man, I forgot about Eli Ricks. We let's, let's let's touch on him real quick. So, Eli Ricks, I saw this uh, this tweet, and it was like he was targeted three times, didn't allow a single catch, um, and you know he uh. Play solid. You got that that, that uh, fourth down pass breakup on Tyree Kill. Um, I feel like people are definitely blowing in that proportion, but uh, Tyree Kill saw who was guarding him and he didn't make the play. Um, you know, Eli Ricks had a great pass breakup. Um, and what that's going to do is it's going to raise his confidence even higher than what it probably is. He seems like he's like a, I don't say cocky. I don't want to say cocky. Uh, because it sounds negative, but he is like he seems like he's a cocky player, and that's like a good thing because he seems like he can at least back it up. Uh, and from the top, the snaps I've seen him play, he's played played pretty well. So you know the future is bright for this team, and you know I can't wait to see you know, where it goes. But like I said, uh, Kevin Byers want to mentor those two uh, young guys. I mean, Reed's probably I think 25, 24. Brown Saint or Probably 23, 22. So the future is there. Um, you got a mentor, and just it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but uh, as a wrap up, I'm gonna thank uh, the listeners um, on like Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Amazon, Google, uh, wherever you listen. Uh, thank you because I didn't know uh, that this show would be as successful on these streaming sites as I thought they would be. Um, you know, whenever, whenever I first started this, uh, this platform, I wanted to create a community and, you know, just of Eagles fans that we could, we could talk about the Eagles together and, you know, not one person smarter than the other. It's like a very positive community. And, you know, I didn't expect really anybody to listen. Uh, but I, I like to record just because I like to talk about the Eagles and you know, I, I have I have a few friends that know like football but you know it's nice to talk about something you're passionate about and so that's why I do it but you know I didn't imagine the uh, success that we've had um, on those sites uh, would have been as great as they are so to anybody listening thank you you are awesome. YouTube, we are working on you. Uh, I think it might be because my face is plastered all over your screen. And uh, I wouldn't want to look at it either, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, but thank you all to li- that listen. Uh, you know, it's it's fun. The season has, has flown by. We're already at week eight. Uh, and, you know, part of me wishes it would slow down. Um, but part of me wants it to speed up because I want to go back to Philly uh, in December. Uh, but I know that's like wishing the season away. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. But here we are. Uh, still got a long ways to go. And, you know, I, I'm glad that I'm taking you guys are part of the ride. So thank you to anybody that listens. Um, as always, follow us on all our socials. The link lineup. Trying to get more active. 
TikTok thing. I don't know what I want to post on there. I don't know what to post. You can follow us. Um, you know, uh, you can follow me on X at Cardiac Chase. Uh, I'll follow you back if I see. Uh, if you like the bird, I'll follow you back. And then, if you're listening, follow the show on your, uh, your favorite platform. Leave a rating on your favorite platform. You know, let us know what you think. Um, YouTube, you know, uh, like, comment, share. Um, if you want to watch the video for more than 30 seconds, that gives, that gives me a view, and that means the world to me. And so thank you. If you made this far, thank you. But as always, until next time. Go birds.